Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Thanks. Good evening. And welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International right here on Tojinet, Pararex, Planet Paranormal, Ghost Channel, and much, much, much further beyond. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England Zone Super Duper Van Helsink. With me all the way from across the pond in the land of the northeast messy weather is the gold standard in ghost hunting, the founder of Paris Science, and all around the nice chap, Mr. Steve Parsons. Good evening, Ron. How are you? Hey, how did your lighthouse uh, event go on the weekend? I missed that one. They went fine. They always go fine. I know they always, you know, making conversation because, you know, I'm supposed to be an all-round nice guy. Just playing playing up to roll. So, anyways, um, your event is coming up pretty soon up in Wetsford, right? It is. It's, uh, well, uh, we have a couple of more radio shows. The one after uh, the 28th of October, I should be doing it live from Wexford, I hope. Really? Yeah, well, you know, we've, we've got to sort out a few technical issues, but, you know, we'll be giving it another shot live from Ireland. But you got to watch out for the genie, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's for the Thursday night we're on a, the world's first genie hunt. I, I don't know if we'll actually find one, but uh, it's going to be worth a shot, hasn't it? Mm. Anyway, so uh, we have a good show today. Evidently, we have the strangest combination I've ever heard. And, <laughs> uh, but I'll leave that up to you. So why don't you introduce our guest first? Okay, it's my uh, one of the guests we've certainly had on before. Um, people will remember Dave Blank, uh, who, along with uh, our other guest tonight, Shannon Easton, um, have got together and put together a, a Facebook page initially. It started out called Paranormal World, which we spoke very briefly about last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the page is the page has grown in status now. It has over twelve thousand followers, and it's it's kind of a, an all-encompassing paranormal news feed um, on your Facebook page. But they've been expanding, um, and I think we're best off introducing them, uh, bringing them in, and letting them talk about it. So, good evening, Dave, and good evening, Shannon, up in Canada. Evening, Steve. Evening, Ron. Glad to be here. Yes, thanks for having us. Hi there. Okay, the UFOlogist and a medium on the same show. That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well, we both teamed up together on Paranormal World. Um, we both share the same interest. Um, uh, we we want to get down to the truth. You know, that's what motivates us both. Um, and... Um, the rest is history. I mean, <clears throat> I'm here in Canada now, helping Shannon. Um, we, we've got a, a location at the moment which we're hopefully going to be opening up to the public and paranormal investigators alike. Um, I'll, 
I'll let Shannon talk a little bit more about that. Um, well, we're here in Ontario, just along Lake Erie, and um, there's a place called the Bacchus Mill Heritage Center, and uh, it has been known to have a lot of uh, ghostly visitors and uh, testimonials from people who work there and visitors alike, and so it's kind of created a hot spot for um, a lot of the locals and uh, people outside of the area, and uh, so I offered Right now I'm in the offerings to um, Bacchus Mill to um, set up some tours and some um, investigations to help benefit both parties involved. Okay. So how do we get UFOs into this picture? I'm not sure of that. I'm trying to get it. I, I don't understand. I mean, I can understand the medium. I mean, of course, speaks to the dead. Um, unless well, the well, dead well, are aliens. I can, I can understand your confusion, Ron, but... You know, um, the UFO and ufology side of things is is my sort of kind of background. You know, all things paranormal interest me, but uh -huh. the the life changing things that happened to me were ufology based. My experienced uh, my experiences. Um, you know, um, but I I do have an interest in ghost hunting, um, anything paranormal. So it, oh, okay. it just felt right that we teamed up together. You know. So, uh, I don't know where to start with this. Um, Claudia, do you do you believe in UFOs, I guess? I, I'm going to not give up on this UFO thing, you know that, right? Well, for, well, first of all, let's just correct. Claudia is in the, in the chat room, and Shannon yeah. is the person we're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So do I believe in the UFO? Yes. Let's, let's start with that, right, yeah. Well, I've had my own experiences and encounters throughout the years growing up along Lake Erie. And uh, so we've had some unusual activity take place along the shores here. We literally live right on, we can see the lake from our house. And, uh, you know, ever since we were a kid, we've had, you know, several sightings with neighbors and, and friends who have seen some unusual objects and activity. And I myself had my own experience um, that I saw some strange looking thing appear out of nowhere. Um, still rub my eyes and wonder what that was about. <laughs> so yeah, I have, I have a, a, a belief in that, that uh, there's a lot of my own experience um, that I saw some strange looking thing appear out of nowhere. Um, still rub my eye. That was interesting. Shannon, can I just jump in and ask, uh, because over here in the UK, I, I, uh, there's, some, there's some mediums who claim to be channeling uh, extraterrestrials on a fairly regular basis, um, and they, 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 they make out that they're able to actually communicate psychically with, with uh, UFOs and with aliens. And in fact, that's not just linked to here. I mean, there, there are cases throughout the Americas as well uh, where mediums are claiming to be in telepathic communication with with either the, the craft or the occupants of the craft, I presume will be the occupants of the craft in both cases, but do you, do you find that mediumship is an advantage uh, when you're dealing with these UFO claims? I think for some people, yes. Um, myself, I would rather not link into that, um, but I, I certainly believe and have come across different mediums who have claimed to have those uh, communications, um, but personally, myself, I, I just think I want to avoid that altogether. <laughs> um, I'm a little more comfortable with spirit 
than I am with uh, something that I'm not really sure where they're coming from or or what their intentions are. So um, I just stick with what I know. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm kind of with you on that one. I have enough trouble with the dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Dave, Dave with, with, um, with you being now over in Canada the last time we spoke in Germany, have you noticed mm-hmm. a change in the paranormal scene between, the, between the, you know, Europe and, because, and, the, and Canada? Um, I mean, I wasn't based in the UK, but I know there's been some huge changes in the UK that we've talked about, Steve, you know, everything becoming commercialised. Um, from from what I've what I've seen here, there's a, there's a real openness towards you know, not only in people's attitudes but also an openness to have this in this local area. Um, I mean, you know, comparing to Germany, I mean, there, there's not much going on there paranormally, so to speak, in Germany. Um, it's hard for me to judge, but generally around here, everyone is really open and quite enthusiastic. To, to it actually happening, and I, I actually believe there's that much activity activity reported at, at Bacchus Mill, uh, that's the location, <clears throat> that um, it could actually be Canada's most haunted location, you know, and then there are a few, like Fort Henry, that sticks out the top of my head. Um, but so let's... Has, sorry, go but, ahead. Let's talk a little bit about Bacchus Mill. Where is it, and what's the the background on it? Um, Bacchus Mill is located in um, Port Rowan, which is along the shores of Lake Erie. And uh, the Long Point Conservation Area is who um, owns the the conservation there. And it's one of the oldest uh, standing mills that was uh, basically, there's different theories as to why the mill wasn't burnt during the War of 1812. And um, so right now the mill actually stands today. I believe it was built in 1796. And um, hopefully I'm correct on that. I know it's in the late 1700s. And uh, it was running up till 1955. And the two original buildings that are standing in the area is the homestead as well as the mill. There are other historical buildings that have been brought onto the conservation area, and it's uh, it's a campground. It's um, people fish there. There are different sorts of um, activities for kids, uh, school age kids that come to the property as well. It's uh, it's really rich in its history, and they really have a, a good team there of people who um, have been running it and preserving it all these years. Okay. When Dave described it before as one of the um, most haunted locations possibly in Canada, what sort of activities have, or if, uh, anomalies have been reported there? Oh, well, um, there's been a lot of apparitions that have been seen, uh, voices, um, things that have moved, people picked up and thrown. <laughs> um, people who are just camping there have seen some odd-looking uh, creatures near the graveyard. The graveyard, there's also the graveyard of the, the people that once lived there. And um, there's a lot of, uh, some people have been attacked near the blacksmith shop. I find that a lot of the activity is stemmed from a lot of the artifacts too that have been brought in on the property. Um, there's been a little girl sighted quite frequently uh, throughout the grounds, especially in the graveyard area. Um, and the list goes on. I mean, there's, there's uh, the 
the, uh, sorry, the stories that come from the curator and people that work there have endless stories. They have a reenactment of 1812 as well, where the, the activity kicks up quite a bit and a lot of reports during that time and on that weekend. Ah, the old, the old 1812. Now, are we talking about the uh, the naughty Americans or the naughty Brits yes. here? Who's to blame? Who's to blame this time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, normally you see when when I was in New England, of course, everybody on that side of the border is is pointing fingers at, at oh, the redcoats and saying how bad we we you know, we we accidentally burnt the White House. But uh, I'm guessing that the, I'm guessing that Bacchus Mill survived because the Americans weren't as good at burning things. <laughs> Well, there's different theories that were put forth that uh, the, the family had actually um, set fire to fields along the lake um, just to kind of let the Americans know that possibly the mill's already been burnt. And then there's other theories of uh, the fact that the forest was so dense back there at the time that it just was never located. Ah. What's, how, how can people, you've, you've talked about, I, I can see in the chat room that uh, Claudia um, has, has said her team, Parahunt, has investigated with, with you, yes. Sherman, at the mill. Um, what, what sort of investigations have been done so far to, to try and validate some of these claims that are being made? Well, they're pretty um, protective of the area. I've been able to um, approach the curator and have created a really good relationship between my intentions of, of how we would conduct such um, practices uh, through the business that I've uh, begun here. And, but we were with Parahunt, with Claudia and Ted, we went to the mill and we had some pretty interesting activity take place. Um, and we, we heard footsteps upstairs in the mill and the mill itself on the main floor, you can see straight through the floorboards to the basement where we were. And uh, um, so we had footsteps, we caught some interesting anomalies on film. We, uh, I had some interesting things happen to me while I was there. Um, just feelings of spirit nearby. And, and then um, we caught we used some devices that uh, brought through voices and validated some of the... Uh, um, uh, Claudia is the one with the evidence. <laughs> I was just there. For the, they just wanted a medium to come along, but she has the evidence that she's collected through the mill. So that's really the only one that I'm aware of. I know that certain people have tried to um, get inside the homestead and have not done a full investigation within the actual homestead, just in the mill. Now, I, I, you're setting up some sort of, uh, uh, through Paranormal World, some opportunity for people to get involved in investigating the mill, I understand. Mm -hmm. Dave, you can, you yeah, can talk that, a bit more that's about that. Right. Um, at, at, some, at, at a later stage, I mean, I can't, we personally can't see it taking off before, you know, spring next year. That, that's a realistic goal for us at the moment. And at some point, we'll, we'll be looking for possibly young let's not discriminate I don't mind old people as well <laughs> but um, we're looking for young engaging people that that would have an interest in you know taking people around taking people on tours and paranormal investigating well and educating people with the devices well. and learning how to do a proper investigation um, you know learning to you know decipher between outside noise inside noise it's it's a lot of it's very scientific as well through wanting to do a proper investigation so that we can collect valid and, and real evidence through the devices that we may use. 
not just me walking through and saying I feel this, feel that. I'm pretty confident medium. <laughs> what, what, what type of devices are you planning on using? Well, that's that's where we want to do more research and, and really talk to the experts out there as to what is the best devices to use um, when we do conduct an investigation. I mean, I've used I've I've used minimal amounts of um, equipment myself. I've seen it being done quite often. I'd like to get more experience in the hands-on part of that and have a team of people that will come forward that I you know feel would be have the same kind of feel, but also experience behind it and Dave what else behind that so I'm guessing here the plan is to set up your own team is it or to um... the main thing right now um, for me starting out would be to conduct the tours uh, bringing in the history as well as all the different accounts that have been reported in the area and to offer in different areas here in Ontario um, that paranormal world would come in and basically have tours set up, bringing more people uh, to to their area, and to you know boost tourism in the area as well. To have something different and unique to offer to this area, because it's not as you know we do have certain areas in Toronto and Ottawa that have different ghost tours in Hamilton as well, and uh, the Norfolk area just doesn't have anything like this here in Ontario. The, uh, when you find that, what, what type of reception are you getting now that you're proposing to set up tours from the local uh, people and local uh, town establishment? It's 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 really actually. I thought it was, I thought it was going to be more against it, but I'm finding there's more and more people coming forward and saying, "Oh, you need to come to my location. We've been having this happen, and oh my goodness, we've been wanting this in our town for some time now." And, and uh, so I've had a lot more positive feedback. Of course, you're always going to have somebody who's going to be either on the fence or dead against it, so to speak. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, so um, I think overall, you know, it's really positive. So Claudia in the chat rooms are revealing her entire team's equipment list. They have a Melmeter, uh, <laughs> SB7, full spectrum camera, and uh, and a FLIR 1 thermal imager. I've been after her about that. <laughs> <laughs> she never got back to me. <laughs> well, there you go. Now, now we know that. Uh, now we know what Parahunt's equipment looks like. I was yep. going to say that actually brings me on to, on to what, how many uh, you know over here in the UK and uh, certainly in the US. We are a little bit inundated with paranormal teams. Is that the situation in Canada, or have you have you got yeah. a little bit? You know, Very is it damaged. a little quieter? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I can't really say for sure. I mean, I again, it's you know, I read about it, I hear about it um, in my area, but we're quite spread out here in Ontario. You've got to travel quite a distance to be a part of any of that. And so I can't really say for sure. Um, I know with Claudia and Ted, they've been doing it for many years, and they've done it as a hobby, and they've traveled around the world, and they've been, you know, they've been quite successful with it, personally. And um, I know that there's been a lot of different um, investigators that have wanted to come to this area, but for some reason it just hasn't taken until. The, I think it's all about timing, right now. And um, but it's not. We're not overrun by a lot of investigators in that in every little town in the area. You will be after this show. (laughs) 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 Uh, So true, eh? I'm glad I'm from this town. I'm glad I know enough people. (laughs) 
know, the whole of upper, upper North America will now be heading to Bacchus Hill. <laughs> they'll be swimming. They'll be swimming across Lake Erie as we speak. Oh, jeez. Now, I mean, because it's close to Lake Erie, do you think that has any effect on the paranormal activity? I I think it has some some bearing on it. Yes. I mean, I I grew up in this little village called Port Rarcy and ever since I was a little kid, I've had some interesting things happen to me. This is why I've been drawn to this. Um, you know, it's been something that I've I ignored for many, many years and unfortunately, it just got to the point where no, you're not ignoring it anymore. And uh, I did I do often have encounters that I can't explain that are soldier oriented, native oriented. Um and I do feel that activity, being and living by the water, and I've lived in different locations, I feel that being by the water, activity, unexplained happenings in my own home seems to kick up a little more <laughs> around here. So, yeah, I think, I think it can have some, some paralleling effect for sure. So what, what drew you to get into the paranormal, uh, Shannon? Well... All my experiences, I mean, I, I didn't set out to be a psychic medium. It wasn't something I, I even hid that title. I don't even like to use the title all that well because of, you know, the big hype behind it. But um, I embraced it, and I seem quite successful locally here um, with it. And I, I think it's because of, of all the experience. Like, I mean, without getting into too many stories, I just feel that it, it's something that I had to embrace and it just seemed to, everything seemed to fall in place quite well once I did. And, you know, I've had my encounters and my, my experiences and I thought, well, why not go with it? <laughs> so I, I started, you know, look, reading more and researching more and, and exposing my more to, uh, exposing myself more to people where they were also interested in it, finding like-minded people, but also using a lot of discernment with who I um, work with. Because um, I, yes, it's exciting to do paranormal, but I'm not thrill-seeking and I'm not looking in that direction to, you know, catch a thrill. <laughs> I more or less want proof behind the experiences that I have. It's kind of nice to have that proof beside me where if I'm having a feeling or, or I can name somebody that I never knew once existed and then find out later that yes, they actually did build that house um, then that's that's proof enough for me to know that something uh, more is happening to me. So it's so, really for me that. So actually. as far as proof though, you find that the validation of the, the thoughts that you have or the communication you have is more important than, for instance, any uh, evidence collected by meters or, or uh, whatever else equipment is used? Well, no, I, I think that I, I'm not going to pick up on everything, and I don't believe that I do. I think that when I am out, you know, researching and exploring, I like to call it basically like an exploration of the paranormal. Um, I'm exploring and I'm looking into territory that I've never been. And I always um, will think that I don't have all the answers or, you know, if I have a device where I'm, you know, having a certain sensation and the device is saying, yeah, this is, there's this charge in the air, then yeah, that's kind of nice, <laughs> nice validation. But if it picks up something that I'm not feeling, I'm not just gonna discount it either. Um, I would believe that something is happening. Um, I'm really, I'm really kind of, I go either way with the science as well as the, uh, of whatever you, as far as the mediumship, it's, it's different. 
but it also can relate each other as well. Okay. Does that answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Uh, <laughs> the, the interesting thing is, uh, you know, we we have so many ghost groups that go out there and they measure things or, or try to do different things, but, you know, do they really review the evidence as far as, you know, if they have one hit, that what does what, is that evidence or is it just an anomaly? I mean, you have to look at the the larger picture on any investigation, and you know the medium is an important part as far as I'm concerned, but uh, as well as the equipment. But sometimes it's misread. And no, and I and I agree. Um, it can be misread, but it's all about uh, recording and uh, data and everything that you do, especially if we end up being in one location and where they're often doing uh, and we see a consistency with you know say a certain meter is going off a certain way and the, and the consistency is continual then we got something there but if it's just one you know thing that you know you can't really quite oh, grab and and be uh, totally concrete then yeah you, you just kind of got to sit it there and just okay well let's keep looking further you know um, and you know, you go in with an open mind. I don't. I don't like to go in where I have everything set in my head that this is the way it's going to be. I just go in, just let things happen. I. I don't like to um, uh, provoke. I. I don't like to do uh, the séance part of it. I know a lot of people have done that uh, because I mean, if it's haunted and there's unexplained paranormal happenings, it's going to present itself somehow without me having to bring it in. <laughs> Well, is there a difference between bringing it in and communicating it with it? Well, I think communicating, it's bringing it for, closer to you, yes. But um, as far as calling someone in as like with the means of a seance and using my energy to, I mean, my energy, yes, calling out to them and calling, you know, saying, hello, my name is Shannon, you know, that sort of thing. It's, it's no different than me going into someone's house and saying, hello, hi, my name's Shannon. <laughs> Um, versus me sitting with a group of people trying to, um, in my opinion, open a door that may not already be open. Hmm, that's interesting. I, I find that. Yeah, it's a, that's a, that's actually a, quite a, a refreshing outlook um, on mediumship as well. The the fact that um, I don't find that refreshing. I, I well, I'm very sorry, but I. <laughs> but I I actually do, but we're going to have to hold that thought because we're coming crashing into an ad break shortly, and uh, okay. I want to I want to talk to Dave a bit a little bit more about Paranormal World when we come yes. back from the ad break. All right, we'll talk about Paranormal World when we come back, but I'm not letting this say I think oh I'm going back. <laughs> no, I didn't say you were letting it go. It's just yeah. I don't I just want to uh, you know take it in a slightly different direction for a few minutes. Yeah, well, that's fine. You know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Kill it, killing time because my, my 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 countdown clock says that we should be doing an ad break. <laughs> I know it's wrong, it's wrong. But anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles International right here on Tojinet Parax Ghost Channel, Planet Paranormal, and Beyond with Mr. Parascience Steve Parsons and England's own band Helsinki. We'll be right back after the following messages.
Monday mornings just got scarier. Tune in every Monday at 11 a.m. for another episode of Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, and his inquisitive travel companion, Lou Blassie, the professor. Hey, that's me. Each week we'll delve into the realm of the supernatural where all that is is not what it appears to be. With remarkable guests, spirited conversation, and the occasional voice of the deceased, we'll bring you a whole new meaning to the term dead air. Ghost Chronicles, Mondays at 11 on Eagle Radio 1110. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. and spooky, they all talk ugly gooky, the Para-X family, the shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal, the topics are abnormal, the Para-X family, they're strange, deranged, unrestrained, so grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous, as we give awards to the Para-X family. All right. Hi, I'm Ron Kolick, author and lead investigator of the New England Ghost Project, New England's own Van Helsink. And I'm Ann Kerrigan, the blonde bombshell, and I'm the lead investigator of East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. And we'd like to invite you to tune in. Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. Every Wednesday night. At 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.toginet.com. So, so we have, what are they going to hear on this stupid show? What are they going to hear? They are going to hear things that they can't believe are happening. Like uh, Beyond Bizarre. And cemetery tripping. Oh, that's your deal, right? Absolutely. Yeah, one of these days you're going to get uh, so scared of one of these cemetery tripping things that uh, you'll, I'll have to get a new co-host. <laughs> I am brave beyond belief. Nothing yeah, we'll see. scares me. Except so anyways, if you're bored and you got nothing to do on Wednesday night, tune in to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Anne and Ron. See you then. Uh, the Deathly Heartbeat of Part 2. <laughs> you're listening live to Ghost Chronicles International with... The rock and roll ghost hunter, uh, Van Halen, and me over in the dark, cold west of Wales, Steve Parsons, and our guest tonight from the sunnier climes of North, of uh, southern Canada are Dave Blank and Shannon Easton, a psychic and a ufologist who have teamed up together to create Paranormal World. And before the break, uh, Ron was intrigued by 
the seance claim. So I'm going to give way to my co-host for a few minutes and let him pursue that line of inquiry while I finish this cup of tea. And uh, then I'll then I'll pursue Mr. Blank over Paranormal World. So, Ron, continue your quest. Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's another failed quest then? Yeah, it is. Anyways, yeah. Uh, the thing I found interesting, what you said, Shannon, was that the seance calls it in. But if you do a proper seance, you can actually call in whatever spirits you want to call in or basically communicate whatever spirits you want to communicate with pretty much as you do when you walk around the place, isn't it? This, the same if you're specific in what your your uh, thoughts and demands are? Well, I mean, it depends on your experience with with uh, doing a seance, too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's lots of people out there who uh, really know or say they know what they're doing when it comes to opening a seance and protecting themselves and carrying on that way and um, say that they can and I'm not saying that other people can't you know communicate with spirit I'm just saying that it's not the way that I would communicate with spirit because of the way that I protect myself and the way that I see my energy reacts to spirit so I'm very cautious when it comes to that sort of practice so when I go on location that's just not one of the practices that I would encourage well, the interesting thing about it is most people who use equipment are doing the exact same thing that people do in the seance, and that they're inviting any spirit to speak to them. Uh, actually, they're asking spirits to talk. So it, it's not really much difference, is it? I'm, I'm just speaking. I'm just saying that when I go in, it's like walking into someone's home and talking to someone who has a body and who is, right. has a soul, and then. Um, you know, it's the same as talking to someone who's disembodied. I just walk in. I'm not going to um, provoke them to come forward. I'm not going to um, conduct a seance to have to do that. And right. I feel that if they're already there present. But you put, uh, you no put a negative connotation on that. that uh, well, I'm not meaning seance. to put a negative. I'm just telling you that in my experience, yeah. in my practice, that's just mm -hmm. one tool that I wouldn't use personally. Oh, I'm, so not, I'm not encouraging people. I assume you wouldn't use a Ouija board either, then. No. Okay. No. Interesting. But I have had. I. No, that's one thing that really, when I was a child, something occurred as a child. Um, not that I used a Ouija board. Other people had used it and didn't realize that it was even present at the home. And uh, it was a result of some real negative things that happened in my life. So I just choose to not be a part of that. Would you use that's a K2 meter? My experience. I know people have had positive ones as well. Would you use a K2 meter? Well, I get where you're getting at um, with the K2 meter. Um, it's the same as people using a pendulum. It can also be um, looked at as, as Ouija board practices, but I don't use a pendulum. They're all divination. When you, you really get down to the nut and greaser, right? it's all divination, whether it's electronic divination or spiritual divination, it's divination. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> put put uh, lipstick on well, pigs. Well, actually, actually, do you know what? Here, um, with with this K two nonsense, you're saying it's divination. It's it's more hope than anything else, isn't it? I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about uh, in both cases unproven practices. Nobody knows for certain that you can talk to the dead using a piece of cardboard. And let's be honest, you can you get yourself a K2 meter for 35 bucks and you're talking to flashing lights. 
then but you know, take a flashlight. Yeah, but you're but, but wrong. You're making you're making a. Yeah, but you're making the assumption from the off there that you're actually talking to spirits instead of just deluding yourself into the idea that you're talking to a piece of cardboard or a red flashing LED. So what makes you think that a Ouija board you're talking to spirits or a seance? I didn't. To- I, I, I didn't say that. I said some people believe that they're by pushing a piece of plastic round on top of a piece of cardboard they're talking to spirits, whilst others believe that they're. That you know they're talking to flashing lights on an electronic meter. I, but, uh, it's a, it, both of them are unproven concepts. Uh-huh. And let's let's talk to Dave Blank before we get okay. into trouble. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Dave. I, you know, I, I've I've been um, following Paranormal World, and I know that you uh, you, you post many many things. Um, how do you make the selection uh, about what what <laughs> what's of interest? Because it does cover a very broad base of topics. Um, well, firstly, I, I, I try and make sure that I go to trustworthy websites, you know, um, that's, a, that's an important one. Um, you know, the, it, it's difficult to say, Steve, you know, I, I, I go a lot with, you know, gut instinct, you know, there are some great stories out there that are genuine, but also there's a lot of nonsense out there. That isn't genuine, but it's still making the social media, you know, it's, it's still on other pages, for example. <clears throat> I'll give you an example. Uh, last week we had a major splash from the Birmingham Post. One day it was the scary black-eyed kids. Then it was uh, two days later, then it was a, a UFO sighting. Um, they had the whole week covered, you know. Um, by the end of the week, I was, I was sick of hearing any stories from the Birmingham Post, you know. Um, but I think as as times wore on with the page, I've, I've gained a lot of experience and I, I just know where to look. I mean, there isn't really a science to it other than experience. I mean, that's my best answer, Steve. <laughs> so, in effect, though, you do have to make a judgment call. You know, you are kind of basing paranormal world on your interests and what you think is relevant to people. Um, I, know, I notice you do have a, a strong bias towards ufology um, because that's, that's your interest and also ghosts are well covered. Yeah. Is there any plans to expand into areas of like cryptozoology or some of the more esoteric parts of the paranormal world? And that, that's something I'm, I'm thinking about. Um, you know, I'd, I'd I do try and, and get a good cryptozoology story in now and again. Um, hopefully I'll bring in an expert um, <clears throat> on cryptozoology onto the page. Hopefully a well-known figure. As, as time wears on, um, I should be able to arrange that. Um, I mean, you could say that it's slightly a trip into my mind. <laughs> regarding what what actually interests me in the paranormal, I try and vary the subjects. You know, I don't I don't let ufology steal the show. I don't let ghosts steal the show. You know, there's so many different aspects of the paranormal. Um, you can't. To me, I I can't really ever get bored while, while looking for stories, for example. Okay. Mm-hmm. You haven't really. You know, you talk there about yeah about. But you haven't addressed this idea of, of um, censorship because you are, in effect, censoring what goes onto the page. I, I know that there are some admins, and, and I include myself in that. You have been gracious enough to allow yeah. me that. Um, yeah. 
Now, ultimately, they, they do reflect on, on, on Paranormal World and, and what it shows up, but you know, okay. it is your, it is your, it is very much your page. And how do you see it progressing? Um, well, what what I actually plan to do is um, is make a proper or create a proper web page, uh, interlink um, Paranormal World Facebook to it, um, and just bring current news stories. Um, uh, we plan to have a clothing line. Um, of, of merchandise and merchandise that's hopefully will be starting up very soon um, we just cross uh, dotting the I's and crossing the T's at the moment with that um, um, I, I personally plan to write as well uh, blogs and articles I, I understand the issue about censorship but like I say that that's another I'm experienced enough to judge, and if, if there are questionable posts that people are actually bringing to the page, then I'll research them. And if mm -hmm. people are posting rubbish, I'll point that out to them, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and there's not enough of that going on on Facebook. When you look at the many other uh, paranormal forums um, that are available, well, exactly. I mean, you've raised that, 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 you know, you've raised almost raised the next point. There are many, many other portals to the paranormal for people to get their news feeds from and i i know that you know paranormal world has now got you know it's climbed to over twelve thousand, which is you know a very a very very good uh, number and a, and a high achievement how what sets yours aside you know i mean why should people go to paranormal world rather than one of the others um you know I've noticed that, for example, some of them take a very sceptical approach. Some of them are, you know, ultimately gullible, and there's more popping up every day. Yeah. Uh, you know, what what is your unique selling point? Why should people click, like, and follow Paranormal World? Um, firstly, we've we cover good subjects from sensible sources. Um, we've got some great admins. We've got some of the leading figures in the paranormal helping me admin the page yourself, Jim Penniston, Cal Cooper, um, Hugh Newman, <coughs> just a <an> name, just, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, I thought, I thought, uh, <coughs> sorry, it was just a, just a, sorry, <laughs> slight cough there, yeah, 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 um, <coughs> yeah, Cal, <coughs> yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, we've got some of the leading figures, um, helping me admin the page, um, I've managed to win some friends and fans in that way um, I think when members actually come and join the page and they get the feel of the page they'll see that it's a it's a serious page you know that that's what makes us stand out from many of the other paranormal forums out there on Facebook you know um, we don't have like lots and lots of orb pictures well yeah <laughs> orb pictures I, I get some all the time do you give away copies of telephone calls from the dead as prizes <laughs> I'll have a word with Cal about that. <laughs> and one final question from me before we be, uh, bat it back to Ron. I want to know. Come on, let's 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 go back to this subject. That because uh, I'm getting some flack here in the chat room. Uh, the K the K the K2 meter and the Ouija board. You know, I've said that. You know, it. it they're just, you know, it's flim-flam, isn't it? You know, it's, it's a piece of cardboard and plastic. I don't know why people are frightened of them, but they are. And I don't know why people hold any store to the idea that you can take a 
piece of plastic crap well, that's designed for US. detecting cell phones and then talk to the dead on it. I mean, it's crazy stuff. <laughs> well, in my line of uh, extrasensory, I guess you can put it, um, it's all about energy. It's not about the cardboard and the plastic. It's about the person and their intention and how they open themselves up which creates that forum for other energies to come forward. And, um, <clears throat> you know, without getting too deep into my own belief, um, it just it just can create... Some people seem to, you know, be able to get through it and not have any experience at all. And other people, I think, who are extrasensory or have a higher sort of vibration, I guess, within their energy field, would be a perfect um, candidate for... Uh, other energies such as spirits and ghosts to latch on. I mean, y yeah, you've, you've made a you've, you've made a very valid point, and Claudia is echoing it in the chat room. It's it, oh, it is, is intention. It is intention rather than equipment, and that brings me back to the point that you the, uh, you know something you did say um, that having said that it's intention rather than the, the equipment, you still demonstrate a a fear. Is it perhaps of the Ouija board? fearful of it because I believe in what you know I'm able to you know my protection and that sort of thing I'm not fearful of it it's right. just not one of the go-to tools that I would use to, uh -huh. to collect evidence as I'm you know going through um, using the various devices which some people would say is you know is not any different but it is when it comes to the way that my intention is behind that but that's how I work and that's how I maneuver myself and that's what I found has worked for me um, and I'm not saying or discouraging people from using those tools. I'm just saying that this is how I would do it. What about protection, though? Because, you know, I've got one of these SB7s, and mm -hmm. it, attached to it when it arrives in the, in the mail is a card that says that before you switch on the SB7 and you, you press the different things from changing the scan speed and all that sort of technical stuff, I, I understand. Apparently, I've got to say a protection prayer. Now, you know, it's a radio. Do I really, you know, speaking to you as a, as a medium, do I really need to say a protection prayer before well, I turn this again, again, radio see, on? It's all, it's all with your intention. I mean, um, if, you, if you already have the intention that, you know, you're protected where you don't believe it, then, you know, that's your form of protection. I mean, it comes in all forms, protection. And, and some people are just more highly spiritual and, and take comfort in, and you know, bank their faith in that, 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 that works. And if that's what works, then go for it. If you don't do it and you know, maybe down the road, you'll find out maybe you should have. <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> now, the, yeah, there's a thought. Should I, should I be using, uh, I'll be careful. I would say that. Should I be using protection? Um, you know, it's, it's just, I, I, I guess, I guess my, as Ron would say, my elitism or my skepticism is protecting me because, um, you know, I'm, I'm I think I'm level-headed. I know, Ron, you, you have a lot of these gadgets as well, don't you? I mean, do you use any form of protection or advocate any form of protection before switching your shack hack on? I'm Catholic. I use my protection all the time. Mm -hmm. So there you go. There you go. Okay. But, but anyways, uh, Dave, I, I want, you know, going back to Ghost World, I mean, you mentioned that you do a little bit of... Ghost World. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, do you do you allow uh, 
dissenting voices on on posts and stuff is is that acceptable on the page or, or do they get deleted mm. well that depends you know um to a certain degree i don't mind it but when you know um I don't know what what have you heard, Ron? Friends? <laughs> uh, no. Would you would you engage in in a conversation if someone uh, you know disagreed with you? And and would you engage in a, in a logical, non emotional conversation where evidence yes. was put on both sides? I, I I would, and and I and I do many times. Um, it's just when people come on and you know they're talking out of context and you know you're talking about religion and mm -hmm. color of skin and nonsense like that then I haven't got time for that you know right exactly as well you should I mean there's, there's too much muddle in the, the paranormal world as it is uh, exactly. everything's muddled uh, it, it's it's very yeah. extremely difficult to sort it all out and that's why I, you know I'm amazed that you can do that um, so I, I guess, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, is you have certain criteria what can be posted and what be, can't posted. For instance, if it's an object, it can't be posted. Is that correct? Exactly. Um, all, all, every new member, I try and refer them to the top post and the group descriptions, and they can see what, what the criteria is. Okay. And, and yes, I am quite strict. There's quite a lot to read, but um, mm -hmm. it's straight and to the point, you know. Um, I'm not faulting you for that. I'm just trying to get a feel, and, and, and if people are interested in joining, what they can expect. That's why I'm asking. Well, if he posts well, orbs, he's going he's gonna to get one admin wound up anyway. <laughs> Cal, lots of more pictures. Me. Cal Cooper. <laughs> oh, you know, you know how anti-orbs Cal is when he's not writing his books about telephone calls. Yes, yes, it's extremely... Um, so, I mean, it's a, a great undertaking, and, and I think we do need a serious uh, forum for the paranormal. But, you know, it, it's a, a tough line to walk uh, when you are on the edge. So, I mean, do you see yourself changing in views uh, over the years or, or, uh, it, or not, I guess is the, the question. I mean, yeah, I, I open it to change. Of course I am. That, that's that's the whole, you know, the whole point. I, I I want to get to the truth. I want to get to my truth. What what happened to me? Um, of course, I'm. I, I do have an open ear to listen. I mean, I, I'm. I try not to be too much of a dictator on the page because because I'm really I'm not. That's not my, not the way I deal with things. But sometimes, occasionally, you have to, you know, knuckle down. Um, you know. Um, Are your posts delayed before they are posted? Yeah, yeah, the rules ad admin approved. That's right. That's, okay, all right. That's... That's because the next thing you know, if 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 I wasn't, if that wasn't part of the the deal for people to post, then the next thing I know, I've got religious posts, I've got this, I've got that, and oh yeah, you know. Do you still allow scale? posts about most haunted? <laughs> no, no more. No, 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 no. <laughs> and. <laughs> there you go. See censorship in action. He, Dave, used to ban any posts relating to. In fact, you were quite <laughs> clear about that on the top of the page, weren't you? Yeah, because you know, it, it annoys me when people come on and they say, "Well, this is objective paranormal evidence. Check out yeah. most wanted." Blah blah blah. Um, and it, it's it, real. You, it's you so know yourself, Steve. It's, it's not real. Check. I was there. It's yeah. totally real. <laughs> Dave. 
Dave, going on that note, do you yeah. been all evidence by all paranormal shows? Um, unfortunately, and Steve knows what I think, probably most haunted is probably the worst example there's ever been. But um, it, it's disappointing because many of the paranormal shows out there, they do get genuine evidence. We know that. But they, they tarnish it with their you know, with their with their little games and sound effects and, you know, and at, at the end of the day, you're left with the question, well, was it real, was it not, you know? And if there's always doubt there, then, you know. So, as a source, paranormal shows aren't allowed on, on the, as evidence on your site then? Oh, yeah, oh, sure. I, I, I can't stop people posting, you know, some some shows like Ghost Adventures and things like that. That... That, that really doesn't bother me, but, you know, when you spoke to people... I think it should. I mean, if you're drawing a line... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't yeah, but... allow... Yeah, you can't... You Hang on a minute. You can't let Ghost Adventures <laughs> get away with it and most haunted get slammed for it. I mean, they're both up to the same nonsense, aren't they? But, you, you know, actually, Steve, I haven't, I haven't really had anyone post about most haunted per se, but there, there is this wind-up going around at the moment, that, that, that most haunted wind-up. <laughs> they want to post every day on the page. Mm. So, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> take, take the cake productions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, there are shows on. There's there's a new one going on now in America called Haunted Asylum, and they are by far the most interesting of the paranormal shows for what they're thinking. Every their 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 uh, theory, uh, their theme, or whatever it's called, is we don't just hunt ghosts; we capture them. And every week they build devices to capture ghosts. Right. So, I mean... That sounds a bit Hollywood, Ron. No, these guys are are, are serious in their thought. And and they they are based in their their ideas on uh, quotation, air quotation, science. Um, Mm Everything from the water tape theory to uh, prisms to you know electrical fields to you name it, they, they've mm-hmm. done it up and they've actually blown up ghosts as well. So, um, <laughs> a prison for ghosts. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it's difficult when you have shows like that on the air. And it, it, to me, if you are discounting most haunted. And, and granted, uh, I can see why in a lot of instances, even though I love that show. Um, you should really disband them all because, any, like you said, any evidence collected on those is going to be tainted in some degree or, or another. You're right, but, the, you know, there's too many fans of Ghost Adventures or, you know, um, any of the other shows on the page. And, so it's, and is it a popularity of, page or is, is it a, a serious scientific page to series? Oh, the doorbell. <laughs> um, you're lucky. You are lucky. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, an official saved by the bell moment. Just yeah. just a quick one, Ron. We, we do have a little bit of entertainment on there, but to 95% we are deadly serious about what okay. we do, what we post. So. Yeah. So how do they? How do? I was going to say, how do people get to find this uh, paranormal world and learn more Um, about? Yeah, come and check us out on on Facebook. Type in your search bar "paranormal world group." Uh, You'll see a community there of about twelve and a half thousand people. Steve, uh, Steve's an admin on there. 
um, and many other well-known figures. Come and join us, and you'll see what we're all about. Yeah, that's good. A good idea. I mean, you get twelve and a half thousand. You don't need the Ghost Adventure fans anyway. <laughs> well, I, I tell everyone privately. It's, you know, <laughs> it's a bit of a joke. But, um, I'm just kidding you. I'm just kidding with you. <laughs> Anyways, we want to thank you guys so much for being on our show, and it it, it was fun. It really was, and uh, enjoyable and interesting. Uh, so, thank you both, uh, Shannon. Yeah, cheers, guys. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. Uh, I've just got to end with one thing, Dave. You were fantastic. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Steve. <laughs> I'm all right, man. <laughs> oh, almost, as good, almost as good as Cal Cooper. <laughs> oh, no, I, I think I think better because uh, he, he, well, okay. Yeah, but, Dave, don't worry. Don't message me afterwards to say, were you okay? You were absolutely got, fine. Got, Sha- got, Shannon, sit him down in the corner. Just tell him he was fine. Okay. I, I've got a bone to pick for you, Mr. Parsons. Yeah, I'll do it another day. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So, anyways, it's time to wrap it up. Uh, you, you're going to be up in uh, Wexford on Halloween, right, uh, Steve? I, yeah, well, I'm over there for four nights, uh, three nights doing investigations and talks. Uh, yeah, so it's a busy Halloween for me, and I guess it's going to be really busy with spectral evidence and uh, yep. all that stuff where, for you. Where, where can I get tickets? Uh, Wexford, uh, go to Facebook and type in Wexford Paranormal and follow any links, or you'll find them on the Ghost Chronicles page or even in my Facebook page. Awesome. Anyways, till next time, uh, good night and God bless. Good night, God bless. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law. This is it.